Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, uh, in, our, in our gospel reading for today, Jesus speaks about some great agricultural truths. If you cut a branch off from a tree, a flower from its stem, or a, uh, a bough from a bush, well, then it dies. If it remains part of the tree, plant, or bush, well, it does what it's supposed to do. It bears fruit, it flowers, it, it leaves out. Now, most of us know this truth, right? I can tell you, though, a time when our kids were smaller, they didn't quite understand that. We had a pile of branches that we had pruned off the, the previous fall, and one day the kids were dragging these branches out and leaning them against the side of the swing set to, to make a little fort. And, uh, and one of the branches had a, a couple of leaves still on them. And one of the kids noticed it and said, you know, and it asked an innocent question, Dad, if we plant this branch, uh, will it go, grow into a tree? It's a good question. Can this dry branch flower again? Can this cut-off limb sprout fresh leaves? Can this dead branch live? Of course, I had to tell him, no, the, the branches were dead, and we'd be using them for the fire pit. Because we know that a dead branch can't live once it's been cut off for a tree. You can't just stick it in the ground and, and hope that it grows. It needs to remain part of the tree for it to grow. Well, that's how it goes with gardening. But Jesus brings something new to light. When it comes to Jesus, well, all things are possible. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. From apart from me, you can do nothing. You know, there's one of, this is another one of Jesus' great I am statements where he reveals himself to be Yahweh, the great I am, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God who dwelt with his people in the tabernacle, the temple, and now in the flesh of Jesus himself. Well, abide in Jesus something happens. The dead receive life, the dried up branch turns green and bears fruit. For when it comes to Jesus, the true vine, cut off limbs might actually be graciously grafted in and, and live again. In a reading from Acts today, we heard about Philip and how he met one such cut off branch riding in a chariot heading back to Ethiopia. So this man was a Gentile, he was clearly not a Jew by birth, so that by birth he was cut off from the people of God. He wasn't connected. And yet he was familiar with the Jews. He was reading a passage from one of their prophets. You know, he was cut off in another way, however. He was a eunuch. And so even if he wanted to convert to, to Judaism, he lacked the ability to receive in his flesh the sign of the covenant. So in these two ways, this high-ranking Ethiopian official in, in charge of the treasury of the office of Candace was cut off from worshiping the great I Am in the temple. The question remains, can this dry branch flower? Can this cut-off limb sprout fresh leaves? Can this dead branch live? Well, it's no small coincidence that the Ethiopian official was was reading this particular passage from the prophet Isaiah. Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb before its shears is silent, so he opens not his mouth. 
In his humiliation, justice was denied him. And who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away or cut off from the earth. It's no small coincidence that the Holy Spirit led Philip to this very spot on the road where he was in earshot of this man reading out loud this particular passage of the prophet. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. It is cut off. It is dead. Not to bear the fruit of children. His line, his generation has ended. It's no coincidence at all, is it? The Holy Spirit knew exactly what he was doing. The Ethiopian asks also an innocent question. Well, who is this written about? Is it written about Isaiah the prophet or, or maybe someone else? And from that point on and from that very place, the Holy Spirit inspired uh, prophetic scriptures. Philip starts to tell this Ethiopian the good news concerning Jesus, the true vine. See, Jesus, the true vine, the shoot of the stump of Jesse, he is the perfect Israel, the perfect Son of God. This one was cut off from the land of the living. Now, his death was no accident. His death was the plan of the great I Am to rescue and redeem his cut-off creation from the fires of hell. For this purpose, he allowed himself to suffer the wages of our sin, where he was cut off and died in our place on the cross. Like a sheep going to the slaughter, he was cut off from the land of the living. But yet the true vine sprang up as a living shoot from the tomb of the earth. And now he was gathering to himself branches who were cut off by sin. He said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses to the end of the earth. As the Holy Spirit filled the hearts and minds of the apostles, giving, giving life to the, the preaching and teaching concerning the true vine, well, then dead branches were finding life in Christ, for their sins were being forgiven. They were grafted into Christ, the true vine, through the waters of holy baptism. And as they remained and abided in Christ, they were fed by the Holy Spirit through the Word and through the Holy Supper. They received new life, and they bore fruit because they were now abiding in Christ and Christ abiding in them. Well, this first happened at Pentecost where 3,000 were baptized or grafted into Christ. But now here on the road to Ethiopia, it's happening to one individual person, one individual branch at a time. Look, here's water, the Ethiopian says. What's to prevent me from being baptized? What's to prevent me from receiving Christ the true vine and, and for me abiding in Him and He in me? What's to prevent me from receiving His Word and His Supper? What's to prevent me from receiving forgiveness, life, and salvation, the fruits of the cross? Well, nothing. Philip baptized the Ethiopian in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And that very day, that dry branch was grafted into the living vine. That day, the Ethiopian was connected to Christ the vine, and the rest, they say, is history. Now, it is said that the Ethiopian church today traces its faith lineage back to that eunuch, that dry branch. The Ethiopian church today claims around 445 million people 
That's a lot of fruit. That's a lot of children in the faith for this once dry and lifeless branch. Though this Ethiopian was a eunuch and as such was unable to have physical children, he became a spiritual father to so many. He was grafted into Christ by faith, and so he became a living branch, abiding in Christ and bearing the fruit of the gospel to the people of his homeland. Now, what made his witness so powerful? Well, quite simply, he abided in Christ and Christ in him. Jesus said, if if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Consider for a moment what sort of temptations might face a man who is in charge of a treasury. I mean, we can think of probably many examples in our day how someone has misused their position, how they've been lured by the temptation uh, of of money where they could maybe access it pretty easily. Their reputations have been tarnished, their trust destroyed. I mean, what made this Ethiopian's promise or witness powerful? Well, the Holy Spirit enabled him to fulfill his vocation in a God-pleasing way. Presumably, he did what he was called to do with the best of his abilities and to the glory of God. And I would assume that when he fell short, he didn't hide it, but confessed it and received the forgiveness of Christ. His witness was powerful because Christ abided in him, and he abided in Christ. And it was lived out, this life was lived out in love for his neighbor. The Holy Spirit took this dry branch and breathed new life into him. Can this dry branch flower? Can this cut-off limb sprout fresh leaves? Can this dead branch live? Well, as it abides in Christ the true vine? Well, absolutely, yes. Now think about that for today. I mean, you and I, we were once also both dead branches cut off from Christ in our sin but we have been grafted into Christ by our baptism. We are here because the Holy Spirit is active, active in my baptism, in your baptism, creating and sustaining faith in the hearing of the good news of Christ and in the eating and the drinking of his fruit of salvation. And it's through you that the Holy Spirit continues to bring others to Christ, the true vine. Now, oftentimes, it's not a Pentecost uh, opportunity that you're presented with, but more of a one-on-one opportunity, like perhaps Philip in the Ethiopian, with your children, (laughs) your grandchildren, your friends, your neighbors, your colleagues and co-workers, sometimes even those who are completely out of your close affinity groups, sometimes even with people from different nations who speak different languages. All this because Christ is abiding in you as you practice and proclaim God's love with courage and conviction in your household, in this congregation, and even beyond. See, you've been planted, so to speak, in your vocations, and that is where the Holy Spirit has called you to bear fruit as you abide in Christ. I mean, not in your own, of course. It's always in connection with abiding in Christ. The Holy Spirit empowers you to live in light of the commandments. And and when you don't, the Holy Spirit frees you to to confess and to receive forgiveness. And so then to grow and to mature in faith and in love. 
See, Christ is the true vine, and you are one of the branches. If Christ abides in you and you in him, well, then you'll bear much fruit. For you are a living branch, a living member of the living Christ. Can a dead branch live? Will abiding in Christ the true vine? Yes. Thanks be to God. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, the true vine. Amen.